Welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. We are playing a Greatest Hits series, and today we'll be replaying episode 30. I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 30. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. This week, I wanted to share about some films that have had a huge impact on my life and I think would be a tremendous blessing in your lives as well. Some of them are very much appropriate for children. Some of them you might want to definitely wait more toward the college years, but all of them are films of quality and inspiration, and I think there's nothing more powerful than a really well-made film in the right hands and at the right time. So I've always been interested in film since I was probably in junior high or high school, started watching foreign films and studying films, and then in college became much more serious about it. And as years have gone on, I just keep studying classical film, and I think it's so much a part of a high school education and a college education for our children. I wanted to start with what I consider the gold standard of classic films, and that would be some of the films by Frank Capra. Frank Capra made films in the early 30s until World War II, and then he worked for the United States government making patriotic films to help with the war effort during World War II. Uh, of all of his films, and there are many, and I'm sure you're all familiar with It's a Wonderful Life and things like that, which are well known, but I'd like to share with you some of his films that I consider to be his very, very best. Probably my favorite of all of Frank Capra's movies is a movie called You Can't Take It With You. You Can't Take It With You was based on a Pulitzer prize winning play by Moss Hart and George S. Kaufman and it was on Broadway for many many years and then they made a movie of it with Jimmy Stewart and Jean Arthur and Lionel Barrymore and April Byington and it was just an all-star cast and um, it has just deep spiritual meaning to me and at one point uh, Lionel Barrymore quotes he, he the Bible he quotes Um, Matthew when he says come and be a lily like us the lilies of the field which do not sow and um, then in after you can't take it with you he he made probably the most politically powerful film in my knowledge and that is a film again starring Jimmy Stewart called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington Every high school student needs to grow up with this movie. It will change your lives, and it is the perfect film to watch during a political year, an election year, really dealing with ethics and morality and um, just the standards that have been lost in many arenas in our country, but but Frank Capra really embraced them. He was raised and he was born in Sicily, on the island of Sicily, and being an Italian-American immigrant really treasured this country 
and it meant a great deal to him, and you can see that in his films. There are many others, but um, the one that makes me laugh the hardest is a movie called Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. It is adorable. It stars Gary Cooper, and you just cannot help but love this movie and the silliness of it, and it's just pure delight. There are many other movies by Frank Capra, but those are the three I want you to be sure and watch. You could also watch A Pocketful of Miracles. Uh, There are many others, but those are my three favorites. And then Alfred Hitchcock. Let's talk a little bit about him. Um, Many of us know him from his American films and more modern films, which I personally don't care for. But I love some of his very, very old British black and white films. And one of my favorite movies is one of his, and it's called The Lady Vanishes. The Lady Vanishes. It stars Dame May Whitty, who's an old, precious British actress, and um, some very famous other people in the movie that you may not be familiar with, but they're very famous in their time. One of them was Michael Redgrave. But I just love this movie. It's a spy movie. There's a lot of humor in it. It's just delightful, and I think every high school student would love to watch The Lady Vanishes. And then let's travel the pond a little bit and get into some foreign films. I would say in my top films of all time would be two films uh, created by Eve Robert, um, but they're written, uh, they're taken from the books written by Marcel Pagnol. And they're autobiographical. The first one is called My Father's Glory, and the second is My Mother's Castle. They have subtitles, of course, because they're in French. Um, They're set in Provence, and they're the story of Marcel Pagnol's family and his childhood. And I never tire of watching them. They're just dear, sweet, innocent films that all of your children could watch. They're very slow moving, so don't expect people to be blowing up or anything like that. Very, very delicate, sweet movies. But of course, a child's going to have to be able to read in order to understand the subtitles. And then uh, probably my favorite movie that has ever been created is a film done by a director named William Wyler, and it stars Audrey Hepburn and Gregory Peck. How bad could it be with that cast? And it's called Roman Holiday. It's the story of a princess coming to Rome and escaping from the straitjacket of all the expectations that are put on her. And she is given a sleeping powder and she decides to go out into the streets of Rome and escape the uh, palace that she's staying in as a visiting princess. And she meets Gregory Peck, who she thinks must have an awful lot of free time, but actually he knows who she is, and he is a news reporter from America. And he thinks he's gotten the biggest scoop of his life and career. They fall in love. It is the most beautiful, innocent film. And Audrey Hepburn, uh, the, the role she plays, the princess, has to choose between her duty and her feelings. And unlike any movie being made today, she chooses her duty. And it will make you mad, but it is such a a case of someone laying down their life uh, 
for something bigger than themselves. It won the Academy Award for Audrey Hepburn. She was just a brand new ingenue right out of the chute, and uh, she won Best Actress. And it, I consider it the best, one of the best movies ever made and my personal favorite. Uh, when William Wyler was given his budget, he was told by the powers that be at the studio there in Hollywood, you can make this film in color and shoot it on the studio here, or you can go to Rome and shoot it there in black and white. And he said... I'll go to Rome. And we're all so glad he did. Uh, Another film by William Wyler that changed the course of history is a film called Mrs. Miniver. Mrs. Miniver. It stars Greer Garson. And when Winston Churchill uh, met Greer Garson and talked about the film, he said, so you're the little lady that helped me win this great big war. Mrs. Miniver was a key film during the time of the Blitz and uh, World War II there in London. It's a British film, and it really changed the course of history. And then another film that Greer Garson has a quite large part in that I consider a movie that every child and every adult needs to watch over and over again, and that's the film... Goodbye, Mr. Chips. It stars Robert Donat as a school teacher who's kind of a hapless, unpopular, not very gifted socially, but he goes on a hiking trip with a friend, another professor at the prep school there in, in London, in Britain, and he meets a young lady who's just full of life. And they fall in love, which is unbelievable because he couldn't have you know, ever pursued someone of this quality, but she pursues him and they fall in love and it changes everything. And he becomes the most popular professor on campus and she teaches him so much. And I won't spoil the story for you, but you'll definitely cry. You'll definitely laugh. And it's based as most of the movies that I like on a beautiful book that I also recommend you read. Goodbye, Mr. Chips. A few years ago, my son asked me how I knew my method was working. I told him I know homeschooling is working if a child is reading under the covers with a flashlight. That's because a child who stays up late at night reading loves learning. And isn't that the goal of education? To make lifelong learners. We don't need a lot of what I call holy hardware to give our children the very best education they can get. As Dr. Raymond Moore used to say, a good education requires a Bible, a library card, and a math curriculum. It doesn't have to be complicated or expensive, but you do need a plan. Over the last 35 years, I have created invaluable book lists that separate the wheat from the chaff. You don't have to waste time or energy on finding books that are worth your time. I've done the hard work for you. These book lists are the key to my system. They will save you thousands of dollars and lots of false starts and wasted energy. They really are the foundation of my approach. For the first time ever, you can get all of my book lists in one place. I've created an online course all about homeschool to teach you everything you need to know to make homeschooling work. The class is self-paced and topic-based. 
which makes it easy to access the videos and book lists over and over again. Visit my online store or click the link in the show notes to start all about homeschool today. Now back to the show. And then uh, Gregory Peck starred in one of the most spiritual films I think Hollywood ever made. It's based on the book by A.J. Cronin, who is a Irish physician who wrote some wonderful, wonderful books. And the book that this movie is based on is also the title of the movie, and that is The Keys of the Kingdom. The Keys of the Kingdom, starring Gregory Peck. And it's a story of a young Scottish boy whose father was Catholic, whose mother was Protestant, and his father is brutally murdered in a uh, religious kind of war, I guess you'd call it, there in his small town in Scotland. And he winds up going to a Catholic boarding school and has a most wonderful professor and, and shepherd named McNabb, another Scotsman. And this man eventually becomes a bishop, and he influences this young man's life, and he winds up being a missionary to China many, many years ago before missions were even, you know, really considered. He really broke the ice there in China as, as a Christian missionary. And he suffers, and he has so much failure and so much hardship, but his humility and his humanity, I think, has been rarely surpassed in any film that Hollywood has produced, and I highly recommend it for your families. I also love the Ray Bradbury book that was made into a film. It was made by Francois Truffaut, and it was his first English film. He's, of course, French, and it stars Julie Christie, and it's based on the book by Ray Bradbury. And if you've not read the book, you know the universal law of the Medes and the Persians is you must always read the book before you're allowed to watch the movie. And this would be one that I would suggest the same thing. It's a thin book, but a brilliant book about basically protecting the great books from annihilation, from cultural annihilation. And I love the book, and I love the film, and I think you will too. Then one of the oldest movies I want to recommend to you is one by George Cukor. George Cukor was one of the great directors of Hollywood. Of course, he did Gone with the Wind and so many uh, Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn movies and, you know, very popular films. But my favorite of his films is one of his oldest, and that is a remake of David Copperfield by Dickens. And uh, it has W.C. Fields playing David's friend, Mr. Micawber, who is based on Charles Dickens' father, um, who was always expecting that something was going to turn up and went from debtor's prison to um, always being in trouble financially, never knowing where his next meal is going to come from, kind of living by the seat of his pants, which is how David Copperfield's, um, actually how Dickens 
uh, childhood was he actually, his father went to debtor's prison and he was forced into child labor as a little boy. And so David Copperfield is semi-autobiographical and Dickens considered it his favorite son or his favorite child. I also want to recommend three books by some of the best, excuse me, three movies by some of the best authors of some of the best books I know of to recommend to you. I'm going to start with a book that comes out of South Africa by Alan Payton, and it's called Cry the Beloved Country. It was filmed in 1995, and it stars James Earl Jones and Richard Harris, two fathers whose sons have a a tragic encounter. James Earl Jones is an Anglican pastor there in South Africa. Richard Harris is a wealthy Dutch um, Afrikaans, as they would say in South Africa, settler, planter, and how their lives through forgiveness and humility on both sides are beautifully enriched out of a great tragedy. I'd love you to read the book first, but please do also watch the film. Another deeply spiritual book that I love is The Chosen by Haim Potok, P-O-T-O-K. He was a, a Jewish writer in New York City, amazing author, and they made a film of his book starring Rod Steiger, and it's about two Jewish young men growing up during World War II in New York City. One is from a Hasidic Jewish home, and the other is from a more reformed, more liberal Jewish home. And kind of like Romeo and Juliet, their families really are enemies. But the two boys build a bridge between their two very different backgrounds and create a lifelong friendship. It's a beautiful story of friendship and also of the power and the fruit of suffering and hardship. And then the last film I save for the very last is the movie To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm sure many of you have seen it, but I recommend you watch it like once a year. Horton Foote did the film, uh, the screenplay, and Gregory Peck, of course, stars as Atticus, uh, Scout's father. And it's based on the book by Harper Lee and I consider it one of the greatest movies of all time. And it's interesting to me no one's ever tried to do a remake of it, and I hope they never dare, because it is a majestic performance by Gregory Peck and a life-changing story that anyone who's exposed to will benefit from. So those are a few movies that I wanted to share with you, um, all of which I think will enrich the lives of your family and yourselves. Thank you for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, Carol, with an E at the end, joyside.com. Caroljoyside, S-E-I-D. To subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, 
and enjoyably. Blessings.